This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Hello and welcome back to the Property Investors Handbook podcast series. I'm Adam Bell. I'm your host. And once again, Colleen Sutherland's with me here in the studio from Sutherland's Property Management Group. Welcome back, Colleen. Thank you, Adam. Excellent. Now, today's topic, fixed term and periodic tendencies. Uh, tendencies? <laughs> That's a good start. I'm on fire today. <laughs> tendencies. Can you explain the difference, the, the difference between fixed term and periodic for our listeners? And are they the only two? They are the only two, yeah. So a fixed term is an agreement that has an end date and then a periodic tenancy is a tenancy that's gone beyond that end date or there's been no end date. Okay. And why would you choose one or the other? I recommend um, to my landlord clients to always have a fixed term tenancy. You've got a little bit more control over the property. The tenant has more security having a fixed term tenancy, um, but you've got more control. There's if you've got a landlord insurance and you need to make a claim, you can claim more on a fixed-term tenancy. Okay. And when – period, I, I gather fixed-term is, is more common. Yes. Um, when would a periodic be put in place? What are the reasons someone would go on to a, a, a periodic tenancy? You have to take into consideration that once you've fallen into periodic tenancy, the new legislation means you can't just end that tenancy without grounds anymore. You are The tenant can move out, but you can't ask the tenant to move out. But you do have four reasons that you can do that. Okay. And because the tenancy, the, the legislation's fairly new, I will read it out. Sure. Um, if you're going to undertake a significant repair or renovation that you can't have anybody living in the house or the property at the time you're doing these renovations. Uh, the second one is change of use. So that means you might be knocking that house down and building units or something like that. So a, a change of use by the government. Sure. Um, the sale or the preparation of the sale of the property and you want vacant possession or the owner or a relative moving in. They're the only ways you can end a periodic tenancies. Right. So, look, that I mean, just for somebody just learning about this, it sounds, you know, not like you've a very flexible option for, for landlords to, to have. No, because with the recent changes, um, Without Grounds has been removed and that was probably the biggest option that a landlord had to end the tenancy uh, if he wanted to, if he wanted to. Right. So that without ground still remains for a fixed um, for a fixed term, meaning that at the end of the fixed term of a tenancy, um, a landlord can choose to just um, end that tenancy? Yes. It's no longer called without grounds now. So the whole... Um, without grounds is I gone. It's gone. So with a fixed term tenancy... Um, you would just issue notice to the tenant that is ending a fixed-term tenancy, sure. which means we're not renewing the lease. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And you can't do that. Well, I'm just trying to understand here why would – well, why would a, a a landlord ever want a periodic tenancy and why would a, a tenant well, – I guess a tenant because there's no end date? Um, landlords wanted the option to – if they were considering selling or they were considering moving in, 
would be, you know, the main reason. Um, I've never really encouraged periodic tenancies because it does lean towards the tenant more than the landlord. So a tenant just has to give 14 days notice to leave on a periodic tenancy. A landlord had to give 60 days. It does seem heavily weighted in favour of the the tenant. Yeah, uh, it, it does. And I do get that there are reasons why, but it has to be managed and it's harder to manage a periodic tenancy than it is a fixed term tenancy. You said... You said 14 days for a, a periodic. What's the notice period for a, a fixed term? For a tenant? Yep. It's still 14 days, but it can't expire before the end date of the tenancy. Sure. So you might want to move out in uh, a month's time. You have to give that month's notice. You can not you, you can move out whenever you like, but you're obligated to the property until the end date. I.e. still having to pay rent and yes. maintain it. And, um, yeah. What... Um, that, that does bring up an interesting question because I know this does happen, that tenants want to leave during a fixed term. Um, how does that sort of work when they don't want it, the obligations of the property anymore? That there's a specific reason, you know, they've, they've been posted in a job or something like that. Can they then try to find a new tenant to take over their, their lease? They can um, because they will need to minimise their own loss um, that tenant that they choose still has to go through the application process and one of our other podcasts talks about that. There's still the application process. So we still need to do the due diligence and it's the same as what they would have had to go through at the start of the tenancy so that we can make sure that we're mitigating any loss to the landlord. Um, and it's it's known as a break lease, but it's considered under legislation that they're in breach of the lease because they're leaving before the end date. Sure, sure. So how does insurance coverage differ between a fixed-term tenancy and a periodic tenancy? So under a periodic tenancy, if we're making a claim on the landlord insurance for any form of loss, it has a, a, a more limited um time that we can claim um, and how much we can claim. We're a fixed-term tenant. If a tenant is in default and we've had to make a claim, we take the bond or claim the whole bond and then we can make any claim after that up until the end date. So you've got a much – it's usually 10 weeks and um, malicious and accidental damage and things like that. Sure. Do you get many tenants asking to be um, moved from a fixed-term to a periodic when it comes towards the end of, you know, a, a fixed-term tenancy? They do um, because they want the flexibility of that 14 days to move whenever they like. The, the thing with that is um, say they're bu- looking at buying a house and, you know, we're still looking, we haven't found anywhere yet, but we don't want to sign another lease. The landlord needs to be aware that if he allows the tenant to go into a periodic tenancy and the tenant, oh, we're not buying now. So you're stuck. You're stuck. That, all right, then I need you to go on a fixed-term tenancy. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that either. So you, you can't force them to go back to a, a fixed term? No, you no. can't force them and you can't just end the uh, lease agreement. So what I'm getting my head around is once you're in this periodic, it's just ongoing. It, it is. It's that's what I mean. It's harder to manage. Yeah. So if the tenant it's says, "I'm going to buy a house. Um, I don't want to sign an agreement," so the landlord goes, "Okay, no worries." And then in two months' time, they haven't found a house. 
And yeah, then there's no date or mechanism no, to change it. No, not anymore. I can see the, why your advice would be. Yes, to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you, you, I could also see the reasons why tenants would potentially want one. Um, yeah, because life life changes all the time, um, but it gives them more flexibility to um, do what they want to do. Or I'm leaving now. I've got. I just have to give you 14 days. Sure. It leaves the landlord a little bit more vulnerable in that situation. And because it's his investment and he holds all the risk, he needs to be a little bit more in control than allowing the tenant to um, sure. run the show. Look, makes sense. Makes yeah. complete sense. Let's talk fixed term. Mm-hmm. Um, tenants, do they come to you wanting a long term and how long can they ask for can it can a tenant let let me give you an example can a tenant come to that we know rents are increasing um and they've been probably increasing far quicker than any other time we've ever known so a tenant thinks well i'm not planning on going anywhere can i ask for a five-year uh lease on this so that they their rent doesn't increase during that time no no (laughs) if they they can ask for a five-year lease. We can ask the landlord and the landlord will say yes or no. Right. So the most that we often give is a 12-month lease. If we give um, or they've been approved for a two-year lease, there will be a built-in rent increase. Right. Okay. There's options for us to build in a rent increase. And good that you mentioned rent increase because as quickly as the government decided to bring in legislation, it's all changed. So just recently we had a change um, and we had to all um, pivot. Um, The government now say that the landlord can only increase the rent once a year. Right. So, and and normally that's okay, but now that there's that um, limit put on it. So does that that mean if there's a six-month lease and then another six-month lease... They can't increase it after both of them. Correct. They can only increase it once and you can't increase the rent that's been increased within the last 12 months. Right. Yeah, so we just had one recently and rightly so, the landlord was upset. But we do send out a lot of information on changes. Um, And I sent uh, information out on this particular change where he, he had the rent increased in February. Yep. Six month lease so he could increase it again. Yep. Um, and then he wants to increase it. And we had to say, no, you can't increase it because you only increased not it. Not until February yeah, next year. Yeah, not until February next year. And he did go into a little bit of a upset with us. And that can't be right. And let me find some more information. So what I did was got on the front foot and sent him the information straight up that this is where they're telling you this is when it comes into play and yours went up in, in February and you can't do it until next February. Sure. And then he calmed down and went, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So the only way they could increase it was to move that tenant out. Right. And, and so yeah. they've done this because of that reason that landlords were specifically going for six-month um, tenancy agreements? There and, was and some, yeah. So that they could increase it But I don't time. think it, that was the reason that they chose it. I think it was um, the Greens Party wanted to put a cap on – how much we could increase or the landlord could increase the rent at 2%. Now, on a normal market, you'd sort of be, eh, well, no, not really. That's really low. But everything else is going up more than 2%. So interest rate rises, rates rises, 
water increase and insurances goes up more than two percent if so but if they could guarantee that none of those outgoings would go up more than two percent maybe but they they are they're going up and everything is yeah mm. so with those interest rate rises because of that there's a lot of landlords quitting the market really so, yeah okay wow and and what they've done is they're going to create more of a housing crisis sure but that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one on that for sure um, would there be any reason at all that a landlord would want to have their tenants on a periodic lease? No, other from than what those, you're saying, I, I can't see that there yeah, would be. It's hard to get your head around. Other than those four reasons, so whether you wanted to renovate the property, move into the property, prepare the property for sale. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So if you know one of those four things is coming up, which means you are able to get mm. the, the tenant out for a legitimate reason based on one of those four, then it would it would make sense. Correct, yes. I see. Yeah. I see. So 60 days prior to the end of the tenancy, we start contacting the landlords to say, what do you want to do? And it is a long time, but that gives the um, time period that, no, I'm going to move in. That gives us the time to give them the correct 60 days notice for them yep. to move out. Yeah. Look, this has been a really interesting episode. Things I didn't really understand there, and I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners didn't, but you've really cleared that cleared that up. It's, uh, I mean, the over overwhelming advice here is that, um, you know, fixed tenancies work so much better for, for the landlord um, and that it's heavily weighted in favour of the, the tenant. And look, you know, I don't think anyone wants anything to be heavily weighted in the favour of one or the other. You know, tenancies, mm. landlords... Um, and your uh, your tenants, you want things to be fair and reasonable for everybody. You do. Um, when a lot of people say that it's heavily weighted towards the tenant, it can be if it's not managed properly. So it really comes down to the management of that tenancy and how well it's managed to what outcome you can have. So when the changes came in on the 1st of October 2022, I um, did some presentations for my landlord clients that gave them uh, more of an in-depth look at each topic of sure. what changed. So if anybody is looking for a copy of that one or the other um, presentations, I'm happy to share that. Oh, fantastic. It seems you've got um, presentations and little <laughs> reports for just about everything. Just about everything. So, look, you know, if you're out there listening and you, you want to know about just about anything when it comes to um, to property management, please reach out to, to Colin. She's got a huge amount of resources, all free, mm -hmm. um, that um, she'd be more than happy to, to share with you. But, look, that's um, that's us done again for another week. Um, back again next Thursday. We drop an episode every Thursday evening from between four and six. And uh, look, next week we're going to talk about maintenance and um, budgeting for it. Because oh, yes. uh, look, that's going to be interesting. Because um, you know, some sometimes you'd have a lot, some you'd have a little. So I'm really looking forward to that one. But um, look, how do people get in touch with you, Colleen? Sutherland's Property Management Group, or go to the website at spmg.com.au. Fantastic. Thanks for coming in and look forward to chatting again next week. Thanks, Adam.